Thank you for joining us today for Wandering in the Word, where we read and discuss the upcoming week's lectionary texts at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota. Well, hello everyone. Welcome today to our Wandering in the Word at First Lutheran Church. Here we are um, going to be reading our lectionary texts for this upcoming Sunday, which is February 13th, 2022. And you may notice if you um, are on the video portion of our podcast, we have a special guest with us today. Pastor Brandy and Melissa are um, off at some conferences this week, and so I decided to invite someone very cool, not that they're not cool, but to invite someone awesome to join me today as a special guest. So Pastor John, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, thanks for inviting me to, to join. I'm really looking forward to the day. Uh, my name is John Halverson. I serve as the executive director up at Camp Metagoshi and Metagoshi Ministries. Had the joy to get to um, worship uh, with the First Lutheran community last night on Wednesday evening and uh, really had a good time uh, leading worship and spending time with your younger aged youth. There's a lot of energy there. And I think we were able to build some, some fun and exciting interest in in coming up to camp. It's hard to believe uh, in mid-February, but we're working really hard uh, at, at getting ready for 2022 summer camp season. Um, and in the realm of shameless plugs, uh, we're really working hard to try and get back to a full summer staff of, of 50 yeah. young women and men after a few years of numbers for staff being down because of COVID. So anyone watching, listening, however, if you know of high school seniors this year, or uh, late teens, early 20s, young women and men, please, please, please send them our way if you think they'd be good camp counseling staff. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's the kind of shameless plug we like around here. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was great having you last night uh, for our Wednesday night worship. Um, it, it does have a, a fun energy and a fun vibe, and it was, it was so fun to have you there and um, talking about um, being, you know, that we are enough because of God's love was kind of... Um, if, if, if you don't weren't there, you got to hear uh, Pastor John had us all chanting stuff and dance, like kind of doing motions. And it was it was a lovely time. So thanks for joining us. But today we're going to um, talk about the upcoming Sunday text. And so we have um, a very familiar text for our gospel reading um, today. One, kind of as we were pre-talking about this, we were talking about this is the a, a Sunday of blessings and woes or blessings and curses. So. That's always fun. But uh, why don't we go ahead and dive right in, and um, I'll, I'll go ahead and start us off. I'll read. Um, it's from God, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verses 17 to 26. It says this, Jesus came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all in the crowd were trying to touch him, for power came out from him and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. 
for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. The gospel of the Lord. Oof, praise to you, Lord. Christ. <laughs> so uh, what jumps out at you as you, you hear these words this morning? Oh, my goodness. Well, as you just kind of mentioned, it's just it's such a uh, a well-known and and well-loved uh, piece of scripture that uh, you know in in Luke's version, I guess we're we're on the plane. I think the more common way to talk about it is as the Sermon on the Mount, but but that's not yeah. Luke's gospel. Here here we're out in the flatlands, um, which <laughs> maybe fits well for our our North Dakota context. I don't know. Right, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. It does say Jesus came down and stood on a level place. Well, North Dakota is pretty level. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Maybe, maybe it's coming down out of the Turtle Mountains. Uh, Jesus had been been up at camp and is <laughs> and is coming back down. Uh, oh, that could be. I never thought of it that way. But, uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, uh, it's always uh, I think interesting when we dig into such well-known scripture, um, like what. Uh, what, what is there, what's there to say about it? I don't know. Um, yeah. I, you know, with looking at the blessings and, and the woes, I guess, the, the peace, um, as I was uh, trying to feel like I was prepared for this morning. And, and <laughs> John, I told you, we, we, we don't do much preparing for this <laughs> podcast. And it usually shows, but... <laughs> I think it's uh, interesting. I can't claim this as my own. This is out of one of the commentaries. Uh, uh -huh. But uh, uh, when you turn into the blessings and the woes, it's interesting. I think that um, the first blessing and the first woe uh, keep things uh, in the present or in the past tense. Uh, blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God right now, right here. Um, woe to you who are rich. You've already received your compensation. Um, but then most of the rest of the blessings and woes are kind of future oriented. You might be hungry now, but you will be filled. You might be weeping now. You will laugh. Um, you're full now. You will be hungry into the future. So it's uh, the bodily stuff, hunger, thirst, laughing, mourning, all of that stuff. Um, I it pushes it out into, you know, there's going to be a time where you're made well. Um, but at least for that first blessing, uh, hey, you might be poor. Yours is the kingdom of God today, right here, right now. Yeah, it is kind of a hopeful, like a lot of it is future oriented. You're right. I hadn't really thought about that. Um, but, you know, this always strikes me because I'm always, especially like the poor and the hungry, because I mean, I'm, I'm not those things. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, I, I was looking up, uh, th there's a, several different websites out there where you can put in your yearly income and it'll tell you where you fall on the, uh, uh, the global wealth scale kind of, yeah. you know, and um, Washington Post had done a, a research thing on this a couple of years ago. And it was like, if you make, I think, I don't know how they came up with this number, but if you make household income of $59,000 in the United States, you are in the top like 9% of the world's wealthiest people. Um, and, you know, and I, I mean, that, that's kind of, as a country, <laughs> it's, 
we definitely yeah. have poverty and we definitely have a lot of wealth uh wealth inequality in this this country and in this world um so what does that blessing mean for for me you know i'm not hungry i i got snacks all around my office here you know i i, I don't know what it is to, to hunger um i definitely when i read this i i feel like i fall more into the woe category you know yeah yeah that's uh hard hard to to even be able to slow ourselves down enough i think to to consider to consider that we you know we always want to be on the on, yeah. on the, the smiley side of things the blessing side of things yeah yeah but yeah. what does that mean if maybe we're um as you said uh, a fairly what what feels um fairly modest moderate maybe yeah. comfortable here in the United States in the context of the overall world that makes us quite wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, and, um, and I, I do think uh, in the previous chapter, if you read um, chapter five, I think Jesus says, you know, I, did, I haven't, he's, he's kind of getting in an argument with the Pharisees and he's saying, you know, I didn't come for the, the healthy. I've come for the sick. I've come for the, those who need it. You know, that's when he's eating at a tax collector's house. Um, and I, I think that is, you know, it's, we all need Jesus, right? I mean, there's no doubt about that. And um, this would be for our Lutheran understanding. This would be kind of one of those, for me, um, kind of a law passage. It's, you know, this reminds me that, uh, you know, on my own, I have no hope. Um, you know, on my own, there, um, I am hopeless and right. um, we need Christ, you know. Um, it also reminds me kind of of the, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about um, the God's preferential treatment of the poor right the god kind of has this this arc of justice that that bends towards those who are oppressed and those who are in need and kind of the whole the whole gospel of luke is oriented in that we we had the song you know mary mary's magnificat you know i was going to throw the mighty down from their thrones and uplift the the broken of heart you sing it and hold an evening prayer that same thing and this kind of carries that theme on that you know the god is is not ignored it's that hope not ignored the poor and the hungry if you are feeling those now like it, god god is with matter. you yeah god yours is you. the kingdom of god and yeah yours is the kingdom of god now and and i think a helpful thing uh within that kind of theology of liberation um and the preferential option for the poor is the phrase that that's that's god's starting point um yeah. you know god, god begins from the margins and works towards towards everybody who might be in the center, in that comfortable place, in that rich place. It's, I think, super important to notice. Uh, God doesn't say that the kingdom of God isn't for those who are comfortable and healthy and wealthy right now, but maybe that's just not either not where God has started um, or, or, or those who are more comfortable maybe don't immediately need that reassurance that God is with you even when things are awful because um, things aren't awful. Um, and so it's right. that's hurting from the edges, but still being reminded as you, as you kind of said, we all need Jesus. <laughs> we yeah. all fall short of the glory as, uh, as a different little bit of scripture reminds us. And uh, there's nothing here in, in the, blessings and woes that says the kingdom of god isn't for the rich and the full and the laughing now just that you know your difficult times are also going to come and so yeah. be ready for that and and know then when when your woes come um then god's going to start with you and you're going to be if you become the poor them. then yeah you'll um yeah it is kind of a good i think that is a good good reminder um 
good way of thinking about it. You know, it's not, it's not that God doesn't care about everybody, you know, um, but there is certainly, I think it's kind of a call to those of us who are complacent or think that um, God is on our side. And, you know, it, it is kind of counter to a, kind of a pretty familiar thread throughout history that is still pretty prevalent today. It's like, you know, if you pull yourself up from your bootstraps kind of mentality that, you know, if you're, if you're poor, if you're hungry, well, clearly, you know, God doesn't like you as much. You've done something wrong and you're being punished or, you know, that kind of mentality. And that, that's not a helpful place. You know, I think it's far more helpful to look at the systems and the uh, and unjust kind of structures and ways we've put our world together as humans that uh, often cause poverty more than just someone not working hard enough or something like that. So, um, well, this might be a good place to segue because uh, we have another reading. We're going to read our Old Testament reading. So, Pastor John, if you want to read that for us, um, my lights just turned off. If you want to read that for us, <laughs> that would be, be light. Let there be light. Yeah. Um, now, let's see what these words have to say to us today as well. All right. Well, we're going to turn uh, to the book of Jeremiah. Uh, and the 17th chapter of Jeremiah, verses 5 through 10. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. This is the word of the Lord. Oh, thanks be to God. Well, here's another. Um, <laughs> we're not oh, done I mean, with the blessings and woes yet, are we? Yeah, we're, we're still right into it. So, um, yeah, and this this time it uses the word cursed. That's yeah. A, yeah. Ooh, that's a loaded word right there. And it picks it up a, up a notch almost, it feels like, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I kind of like that. It struck me as I was thinking about the comparing it with the woes and things. You know, here it's cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make flesh their strength. And I think that is kind of a, an interesting way, you know, for those who turn away from the Lord. And when for those of us who, who have means and who have wealth, it does become, as Jesus says, you know, where your treasure is, there your heart is also. It becomes a, a placement of, of trust and things in our retirement and in our, our, our yep. means and the stuff that we have. And it so easily becomes uh, our, yep. our, our fear of losing that becomes so strong that we, we don't trust in God, you know, yeah. we, we lose, lose our focus, so to speak. Um, even, I mean, in Jeremiah, I mean, this is such an old text. I mean, it's like three or 4,000 years old. Right. And it still kind of describes a modern, yeah, the human condition hasn't changed real far from, from it, has it? No, we? <laughs> yeah. it hasn't. Um, you know, the, I was thinking about when it was talking about the, um, the, the tree that's planted, um, you know, by the stream, and it doesn't get scared when the heat comes or when there's drought, because it's, it's 
hope is coming not from the stuff it's coming from the lord it's coming from god and um it it's interesting to me again though too with that analogy between the shrub in the desert versus the tree planted by water um kind of similar to that that uh preferential option for the poor and that the kingdom of god is still for everybody on both ends of that spectrum yeah um, you know shrubs live in the desert it's not mm-hmm. like we're talking about a, a a plant that's that's dead and just there i mean it's living it's growing it's producing um and and because of that again in our lutheran theology we would say that uh uh that it along with all shrubs and plants and trees whether they're in the desert whether they're in a rainforest whether they're planted by streams um or or the underwater forests you know they all have the the hope um and the trust that that god is there for Mm -hmm. them and uh and that, you know, maybe an oasis in the desert will come in the form of, of God's love and relief for that little desert shrub that's that's just holding on you know, to a little too tightly to, to what is its own. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, that kind of image of like, you know, holding tightly to what we have versus living in gra- gratitude for what God, I mean, the tree in, in, in the, that's planted by the stream really, it's just a tree. It's just doing its thing, you know. Um, uh, it, it kind of just—I mean, if from our human eyes, if we were to look at that, we would say, "Oh, well, that is clearly the rich tree, and the poor tree is the shrub yeah. off in the yep. desert." But this has turned it around. Turned it around a bit, yeah. Turned it around a bit. Um, but I do—I mean, I love that image. Like, you know, there's been times in my life when I have felt like that tree planted by the stream, and I'm just like feel secure in who I am and life is good. Um, but even for, a, there's also times that I do feel like that shrub that's in the uninhabited salt land, you know, <laughs> like everything's just dry and um, nothing feels good and I don't feel right. And um, there's times in life when I feel like I can identify with either of those trees and maybe add more analogies in if I really wanted to, but um <laughs> Yeah, the other thing I like about this scripture, um, and Jesus isn't explicit about it here, as he often is with other passages, but it it almost feels like Jesus is, again, taking and quoting scripture from from the First Testament. Uh, And, you know, like I said, he doesn't say that explicitly this time, whereas he does in other places. But, um, you know, it's clear he's drawing on a tradition of blessings and woes or blessings and curses and and recalling to mind uh, what Jeremiah has done. Um, and we get these same words of blessings and curse in Psalm 1, which is the psalm for the week also, Jeremiah. Yeah. There it is, a, it's a literal quoting. Jeremiah uses almost the exact same words as Psalm 1. Um, and then Jesus comes back around to it, you know, like you said, those couple thousand years later. And now here we are, another couple we are thousand still. years later, still reading it. That's, it's, you know, when we talk about the great cloud of witnesses, it's, it's neat sometimes to be reminded that people for thousands of years have been reading these same words and, <laughs> and feeling both the blessings and the woes over those yeah. thousands of years. Yeah, it, it, I mean, there's because there's truth in it. I think, right? There's um, yeah, a lot, a lot of wisdom of the ages that is passed on to us through through these words of scripture. So, well, do do you have any closing thoughts here, John? Um, maybe a sermon that I could write because I still have to write that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but any closing thoughts for our time here? 
I, I just, again, I, I appreciate the opportunity to come and, and to wander in the word a little bit with you. Um, yeah. This is a, it's an enjoyable, uh, enjoyable practice. Um, I've, I'm going to have to become a little bit more regular of, uh, of a, of a subscriber maybe to, to your podcast. This is fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, like, and subscribe and, uh, you know, buy our products. Yeah. Or not, yeah. But yeah. So I no, I don't, I, you know, I think I, I've enjoyed the chance to, to dig into the, the sermon on the plane and uh, yeah. the blessings and the woes that God has to us, the, the law and the gospel, hopefully um, that is for, for us. So yeah, Thanks for the opportunity to join yeah, today. And thank you for joining us and for um, everyone who is uh, able to join us um, either um, on our video or on the podcast. We're glad that you could be here with us for our Wandering in the Word for um, February 13th, 2022. A big thank you to uh, Pastor John Halverson, who's the Executive Director at Kent Medagoshi. So thank you so much for being here with us, sharing your words of wisdom. It's always uh, fun to read the Bible and talk a little bit of, um, with other folks. So uh we hope this has helped get you ready for the this whatever you're going to hear um the sermon you're going to hear in your church or whether it's first lutheran or somewhere else um that it can uh, god can speak to you through it and um uh, hopefully bless you with it and with these words so until we just see you again next week uh, for wandering in the word i'm pastor ellery and thanks for pastor john we'll see you all later take care bye thanks <laughs>